and welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. Yeah, on uh, today's episode, we will be talking about Season 5, Episode 10 of 7th Heaven. The title is Surprise, or if you are in Germany, the title is Love Your Next One. Oh, one second. I meant to tell you this before, but um, Surprise on Amazon is just Surprise, but the actual title is with, I an, saw, ex- with an exclamation point. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the IMDb user synopsis is Robbie's ma lost her house and moved away without him and moving in with Cheryl also fell through. So Eric finds him studying outside, yet keeping up top marks. He promises to find a shelter and takes him home. Meanwhile, despite embarrassing episodes, all the fault of Camden girls, Robbie proves himself a model house guest. So Matt finds the couch occupied when chased from his dorm by John, who is completely besotted with Priscilla Carter. Simon keeps his foxy new date, Sasha, a secret until she arrives in a BMW. Lucy is passively jealous when Mike Pierce announces he got college early acceptance, then goes over to make up and thus discovers his ma's disabling mental condition. So, what was your first impression of this episode? was bored <laughs> it was boring yes, it was boring it was one great scene yeah and that was it yeah it was i don't know i don't have anything like memorable about this episode i know that they needed i mean other than the one thing <laughs> i'm uh i know they needed to like set up or like get into robbie being in the house now but mm, it just felt like it was annoying also, who gets married after knowing someone for a week? Oh, yeah. Is my question. Oh, um, this is not my first impression, but these are just a couple of things I wanted to say before we start. Um, so Lucy Beverly Mitchell has changed her hair. We don't exactly know when. Yeah. We just know that it's different. It's from, like, the last three episodes especially. It's uh, She's gone back to the brunette hairstyle, so she's less blonde now. Uh, and also... Aaron and I aren't watching Jessica Biel's new show on USA. I think it's on USA. Yeah. I think it's called The Sinner. But if you are and you want to tell us how it is and if you like it or if you don't, let us know. I believe a lot of you, from what I can see on Instagram, are watching it, so... Yeah, give us give us your thoughts. We'd love to hear about what it feels like to see Jessica Beale on our TV screens once a week again. I think that she um, also has a... She's not just acting in it. I think she has some sort of... She's like a producer or something on it, too. So she's not, she's more involved than just, you know, acting, so... Apparently it's good, so... All right. All right. Um, let's start with the cold open, where we have a famous musician... <laughs> uh, I don't know how famous she is, actually, but she uh, is, like, well-known as doing some of the music in Dawson's Creek and also in, like, other movies. Um, Burke Rommel is apparently one of the street performers as the Rev is walking down the promenade. Uh, And she, apparently in the background, is, like, doing the guitar and singing along to the 7th Heaven theme song. We didn't catch this the first time we watched it, so if you did, let us know. Uh, but the Rev is walking in the, along the promenade. It's very cold, and he sees Robbie in an alleyway. Yeah, and he's, like, sitting... It looks like he's sitting on the ground, and he's hovering over a, a book with a flashlight. Um, and the Rev goes up to him and is like, What are you doing? Why are you sitting on the ground with a book? 
Um, and Robbie makes up some story about how he's been spending all this time in the library. The Rev asks him what he's sitting on. He's like, it's a duffel bag full of my laundry. I was just doing my laundry. So the Rev starts to catch on with the fact that, I, as we learned in the last episode, Robbie's um, mother's house was like foreclosed on and she moved to Florida. And he broke up with uh, Cheryl because they weren't going to get married. So he had been living with Cheryl. So um, the Rev catches on that Robbie is homeless and decides to take him home. Um, and that takes us right into the opening credits where guess who's back? Jessica Beale. Uh, seems that Mary is back for this episode. I kind of feel like, I feel like we've talked about this before, so I'll just mention it very quickly now. I don't, they give away so much in the opening credits whenever they like list out the guest stars and whoever's like starring in the episode and stuff because it would have been a nice surprise to see Mary without knowing that she was going to be back. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, so I guess we're going to start with Robbie's storyline and like just being in the Camden house. Um, so the, the most, the, the best scene in this episode comes as soon as, well, first uh, we have them at the, at Pete's cafe. Oh, oh yeah. Pete's pizza. Pete's pizza. Right. Where they're drinking some coffee, the Rev and Robbie. And we find out that, um, there's, like, no shelters open. It's really cold, so all the shelters are getting filled up because it's, like, close to Christmas now. And uh, so he doesn't really have a place to stay. And I think that's when the Rev decides that just for one night, he'll let Robbie stay in the house. Now, it's a Friday night, so that means, you know, sexy parents. <laughs> so, okay. I don't even know how to... Um, the Rev comes into the ha- to the the bedroom and Annie is like under the covers and she says oh I have a surprise for you and he's like I have a surprise for you and then he steps out and he closes the door and Annie gets out from under the covers and she's wearing some lingerie and she does this whole like sexy she, pose she does like a sexy pose yeah and then the door swings open and it's Robbie there and it is comic gold it is actually really uh, Annie screams and her face well, th- this this will be on our social media I can only presume the way that her eyes bug out is just like yes. amazing um, so yeah clearly everybody's in for a surprise Robbie uh, uh, Annie tells Robbie to go downstairs and help herself help himself to whatever he wants in the fridge which is when do we have the Annie Rev scene first, or do we have the Lucy Robbie scene first? Um, I don't think it matters. Okay. Does it? Yeah, I think I think we have the Rev scene first, though. Okay, so let's talk about that. Um, which is just that the Rev is like he needs a place to stay, and I think Annie's entire like shtick this episode is like we hate him. <sighs> he tried to seduce our daughter. He like misled our daughter. Why is he in our house? And the Rev's just like, I, we're good Christian folk. Yeah, we, oh, he's homeless. He's on the Dean's list. Like, the Rev keeps repeating that it's all okay because Robbie is on the Dean's list even though he's homeless. So that makes it all right. Apparently being smart or being told, like, being said that you're smart in... Well, I think yeah. they're just saying, like, oh, he's so motivated. Like, how bad can he be if he's... He places such a value on on school, which again is just um, uh, uh, weird. Like these these assumptions, arbitrary connections yeah. between one thing and another. Um, so while this is happening, Robbie is downstairs in the kitchen grabbing a snapple. When uh, Lucy comes down, now I want everybody to know that never in the history of Seventh Heaven 
has anyone on Seventh Heaven worn anything like this before? Um, it's so she's wearing like a sports bra and like shorts. Sh- yeah, like short shorts, like, 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 like cheer shorts. I would say is yeah. the best description of them. I think like somebody calls them softies. Yeah, so, so, Sophie, Sophie's, Sophie's, Sophie shorts. Sophie yeah, shorts. and she's got them folded the way to. to yeah, where they sh- yeah. Um, so the thing is, right? We're used to. Like, Lucy in big pajamas, like, not even, like, just a t-shirt. They usually do wear bathrobes, though, yeah, too, when you bath see them at, at night. Right, exactly. So, but she's just all out in the open, and, I mean, gotta she give it up to... bouncing down Yeah, gotta give it to Beverly Mitchell, you know, go you, your body is doing the things <laughs> that you might want it to be doing. Um... <laughs> And, uh, so, obviously, Robbie's, like, now seeing a handful, like, a handful, I guess, of, <laughs> of both Annie and Lucy, and Lucy's like, and what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, and Robbie's like, I always imagined your family wearing big flannel robes, like, well-covered. So, anyway, that happens, haha, it's awkward or something. Then, Lucy runs up to the bedroom to, um tell the Reverend, like, to ask the Reverend Annie what's going on, and she walks in and she says that she's, well, the Reverend's like, oh, did anyone see you in that? And she's like, yeah, Robbie did. And she's like, I I was warm because I thought that, you know, Annie had turned up the heat for the boys, but then she sees, she sees Annie in her lingerie and she was like, but obviously she was turning it up for herself. Um... Lucy runs around a bit, actually, like to Simon's room where Simon just to like her. alert everyone that Robbie is in the house and um, to Ruthie's, but Ruthie's not there because Ruthie's already downstairs in her bathrobe, entertaining ba- Robbie. Yes, uh, where I think she's just trying to get Robbie to wear some flannel pants. So maybe Ruthie's the new pants daddy. <laughs> pants daddy. Um, so, oh, and in throughout this entire, like, we don't need to really spend any time on this. Mm-mm. Throughout the entire episode, Simon is on the phone with someone, and we never see who the person on the other line is. Until the very end. He's just having one-sided conversations. So, that's all you really need to know about him throughout this entire episode. Um, I think at this point, uh, the Rev comes downstairs and basically solidifies the fact that Robbie is going to be staying for the, at least one night. Yeah, he's he's all set to make up the couch. Um, so... And this is about the time when I... So, like, obviously other points in the story, there's Lucy. Uh, Lucy has her storyline going on. Matt has his. But Matt ends up at the Rev's house uh, that night, think like thinking that he's going to be able to fall asleep there. But... The couch is already being taken up by Robbie, and we all know that Matt does not like Robbie. Actually, no one likes Robbie, so I don't understand why he's there in the first place. Well, he's on the honor roll. That's why he's there, <laughs> or the dean's list, whatever you call it. Um, so, like, uh, but the Rev does stress. He keeps saying that he's going to find Robbie a place at a shelter. Um, Which is exactly what happens the next day. Uh, Rob, Well, Robbie, like, showers and everything, Um there's some hijinks with the phones because Mary keeps calling and Ruthie doesn't want to talk to her, so she keeps hanging up. So Robbie finds some phones in the hamper and picks up, but Mary doesn't realize right away that it's him. So she thinks she's called a wrong number. Um, this is, I, I guess, we could talk about the rules of nakedness in the Camden household now. Yeah, it, it comes up in this scene. Well, all well, it comes up that when when Ruthie is giving like um, Robbie the the intro to the house, and she's trying to say like, "Oh, have some. You should take some of Matt's pajamas." Um, she's like, "We have rules about nakedness, so you can't walk around naked." But then the next day, the hijinks with the phones and the 
after Robbie gets out of the shower, he's out in the hallway in nothing but his towel, breaking the rules of nakedness. Even though when he walked in, there were two people already breaking the rules of nakedness, so, like, what? Almost everyone has been naked in this episode. (laughs) Um, I mean, three people. (laughs) Right, that's, like, almost every... That's half. Is that a half? Okay, that's half. Um, so... the Rev finds a shelter, um, and they go to the shelter together, but... Um, and this is another kind of problematic scene. Yeah, I don't understand what they were trying to, like, the, what message they were trying to give, or what they wanted the audience to think, while, like, the camera panned in on different shelter, like, residents. Um, but basically, the Rev is just so moved by the fact that the shelter is just so... Crappy. Well, I guess. Uh, I guess so, is the... <laughs> because he's like, you can't stay here, let's go home. So, apparently, Robbie is going... Moving in. Yeah. um, Which, again, this is kind of a repetitive, like... There's a bunch of repetitive scenes in this because it's just, like, a bunch of more conversations with Annie. Yeah, about people being like, no, he can't stay here after what he tried to do to Mary. Well, who's gonna... Then it's like, who's gonna tell Mary that he's living here? What do we do? Um, but, But, again, it's just, like, redundant and... I don't know. Robbie's here to stay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, it. I guess it all comes to a head at dinner that night, <laughs> um, where Robbie volunteers to say grace, um, and he takes a very long time before he starts saying anything. And Annie's like, "You don't need to do this if you don't want to." And he's like, "No, I want to." And then he's like, "Thank you, God, because I was homeless and now I have a home, and I used to be so hungry." And now I have this home-cooked meal, and I never really knew what a family was supposed to be like, but I'm so glad to be here now, like, with the Camdens. And everybody starts crying, except for Ruthie. Well, and Simon. And Simon. Simon doesn't cry. Um, but yeah, everybody's crying, so this basically solidifies the fact, as Ruthie mentioned, like, says, that's it, that does it, he's staying, or I knew it, he's staying. Um, so we have a bit of reshuffling going on. Ruthie moves up into Mary's old space with Lucy, and now uh, Robbie is in Ruthie's old room, which used to be Lucy and Mary's old room. I wonder if they will continue to have two beds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really... Is there anything else you want to say about Robbie moving in? Um, no, it's just the first of many people in a long line to come now, because every time like a Camden leaves... I don't know, they felt like they needed to keep the house full, so it's the first non-family member to take up residence in the Camden house. Um, so I think, I guess we'll just get into the other kids now. So we'll go in age order. Well, yeah, there's nothing... So Simon is really the first person... I was going to say with Ruthie, We I know you mentioned that Ruthie doesn't want to talk to Mary. Um, so, but, uh, like, I was kind of annoyed by this but um uh, i think when robbie like confronts ruthie about it, it's like why aren't you why don't you want to talk to her it's like well she doesn't want to talk to me so i guess that's like i think she's still just taking the fact that mary took so long to reach out to anyone in the house as like a a continued um like diss like the fact that she moved out and she didn't say goodbye to anyone and then she hasn't like spoken to anyone in the house i think she's taking that as as being, like, a new insult. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Simon, as you mentioned, is on the phone with a mysterious human for again, all of the episode. Yeah, again, this is really brief because it just ends with Simon getting ready to go out. He sees the Rev in the hallway, and they have, like, a brief conversation about Robbie living in the house. 
And then the doorbell rings, and Simon runs to go get the door. And at the door is his date, Sasha, who I believe is a senior at his high school, and he is a freshman, so she is, like, Lucy's age. Um, and the Rev is like, oh, who's going to drive on this date? And she, we learn she's had her license for two years. Anyway, they go off. We don't know what they do. We don't know anything about Sasha. Is she coming back? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to mention you did say that uh, Simon has a conversation with the Rev uh, right before this, and there is an interesting point here. Where it's like everybody hates Robbie, and he goes through the list of everybody in the family except for Ruthie. And then when the Rev's like, "Well, what about Ruthie?" Simon's like, "She's been weird ever since you shipped her off to private school," which I guess I think she's just been weird yeah, the whole time. Yeah, her whole like her whole <laughs> life, life just like, being weird. She's been a weird person. Um, Lucy really has, I guess, like the first legitimate storyline of the children. Yeah. Uh, in that, Mike comes over. And uh, we kind of have, like, a, I guess what is supposed to be a funny scene between Mike and Robbie, in that Mike knows everything about Robbie. Yeah, and he introduces, and Mike introduces himself as Lucy's uh, boyfriend, too, because I, I don't know, before he knows that Robbie is Robbie, I think he thinks that he, Robbie might be there hanging out with Lucy. Right. But Mike can't, comes over because he wants to tell Lucy in person that he got his early, like, early acceptance for whatever college he wants to go to. Um, and we learn, like, Lucy obviously has not yet, so she's, like, a little bit bummed. And then she's upset because it's late. he comes over late at night, and she's like, what were you doing? And we learn that Mike was on a date, and she's like, well, that's fine, we're not exclusive. But she is, like, angry about it, right. so... But, like, I feel like if we go back to that episode where they did their contract or whatever, she's the one that put it into the contract that they can date other people. Yeah. It's not her, it's not his fault she's not dating anybody else. Um, she kind of realizes that she... Was a little cold. So she decides that she's going to surprise him, uh, surprise Mike at his house. Then we get some more stupid comedy here with Robbie, like, and the Rev being on the same wavelength, because they keep on asking Lucy the same question as she's leaving. Like, oh, do you think it's a good idea for you to be doing this, for you to, like, go to his house without knowing his mother? And they set up this weird thing about, like, not knowing his mother. Um, so Lucy goes over there. And Mike is like, oh, okay, just know that once you come inside, there's no going back. Um, and I thought, okay, so I thought this was some sort of reference to, um, what is that movie, Psycho? The Hitchcock movie? That Psycho is a Hitchcock movie. Right, that one, because <laughs> I was like, oh, he's probably just going to be somebody, like, his mother's not going to be alive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and, yeah, whatever. But um, it, that's not what, kind of similar. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we don't exactly get, we don't actually learn like what the deal with Mike's mother is. She's like, just that she's sick. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just like, she was unable to like kind of cope after his father died and like, they both kind of took different routes, obviously. Um, so, um, we learn that Mike basically is like the adult of his household. He has to do um, he has to take care of his mother, and he said that, like, they have a visiting nurse, and sometimes the neighbors help, but for the most part, he is, like, running the household, and Lucy is like, I can't believe that this is, you know, this has to be so, like, emotionally hard for you, and I can't believe you're able to do all of this. Um, We've, and- just to get a picture for anybody that isn't watching along with us, um, Mike's mom is in, a, like, what is a pseudo-catatonic state. She seems to only sit in one place and, like, she doesn't really talk. 
And, like, the only really acknowledgement of the fact that she's hearing what you're saying is, like, she'll move her head a bit, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, but this moment, I think, is really just there to... Make Lucy closer to Mike. And Be- al- and also to get Lucy to rethink what's happening in her house. Yeah. And she tells Mike that he's, like, the greatest guy she's never kissed. <laughs> So, and he reminds her that she has to wait until she gets accepted to college. Uh, so... Which is the other part of Lucy's storyline. Yeah. We see her, the the mailman comes, I think this happens before she goes to Mike's house. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't want to open the envelope. Um, and after she leaves Mike's house, she opens the envelope and we see her look at, it's a tiny envelope, and she asks the mailman, like, oh, don't acceptances usually come in big packages? Um which they do. Yes. Um, and she opens the envelope and she looks at the paper and then she just puts it back in her pocket and we never learn what, whether it's good or bad. I mean, she's like... She's smiling. She's smiling, but... We don't know. It could be smiling like... Whatever will be. <laughs> yeah. But she... We have a couple of, like, in within this, like, time period where she opens the envelope, we have her bonding with dad and bonding with mom, so... Yeah. Yay, family. Woo. Woo. So, um, I guess we could get on... Do we... Mary, did she have a storyline? Well, okay, so Mary... From what we gather, this is the first time that Mary's really calling the Camden house. Talking to the Camden since she left, yeah. So, we mentioned already that Ruthie keeps on hanging up on her, like, doesn't want to talk to her. Finally, I think Annie gets the phone, and we don't really see their conversation, but it looks like they have a conversation. Annie's like, it's so good to hear from you. But very brief. Very brief. Um, Annie kind of has an aside with Ruthie about this, like, don't do this. Like, just, like, you... If you don't want to talk to her, then just don't pick up the phone. Don't hang up on her. Like, if Annie, if Ru- Mary calls, give the phone to whoever she wants to talk to. Which, I guess, harpens back to how she doesn't ever want to talk to Ruthie. She always wants to talk to people that aren't Ruthie. Yeah. Um, so, the other thing, really, is that once one time Mary calls, Robbie picks up. And she thinks that Robbie's there because he's dating Lucy. Right. So... Then she has this weird thing with this guy that I presume is George's friend, and she makes him call the house and ask for Lucy, and then she screams at Lucy because there's this... I guess this is supposed to be, like, hijinks, comic relief. Um, Mary says, when were you going to tell me? And she never says exactly what. So Lucy, of course, thinks that Mary knows that Robbie is living there. Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, I thought Dad would tell you. So they're having this conversation... And They're having just, two separate conversations. Yeah, yeah, and it's just affirming, like, everything that Mary believes. Um, so... And this is never really straightened out. Ma- yeah. Mary doesn't really learn what's the truth. But that's basically... It uh, for Mary. Yeah, Mary's storyline. Oh, she kisses the boy who helps her. Yeah, but, like, on the very, like... On the cheek. On yeah. the cheek. Um, Matt. So yeah, Matt. Um, he doesn't really have a storyline. It's really John's storyline. Um, well, Matt's a jealous lover. That's his storyline. Well, yes, yes. The, the gentleman scorned. Um, but- so we start with Matt uh, at home with John and Priscilla, who are making out on the couch. Um, Matt is being obnoxious and keeps on, like, coughing or, like, trying to get their attention. Finally, John's like, what is it? So they talk in the hallway, and basically Matt's grievance is that... 
uh, John's been hanging out with Priscilla all the time, and John's like, I've had to go through all of your, like, women. Why, like, just because I have, like, a stable relationship and I see the same girl for, like, um, a week, week, a week <laughs> like, you, you need to, like, calm down. And so he sends Matt away, Matt comes back, and John's like, oh, I'm making dinner for me and Priscilla tonight so you can go and have dinner at the Camden house. But Matt's, like, being stubborn, so he is like, I'm going to stay, this is my home. At dinner, there's more making out, like, while they're preparing, more being, like, coupley while they're eating dinner. And then the most absurd thing happens. We'd like to remind you that John and Priscilla have been dating for a week. They met in the last episode. Right. And also, I guess, like, John knew from the beginning that, like, this was the woman of his dreams, because immediately after their coffee date, he was like, I'm going to make this woman my bride. But still, this is unheard of. Yes. So anyway, he actually proposes to her in front of Matt, and... I wouldn't mind if... I know this is kind of too short, maybe, to put on our social media, but the way that both of them react, both Priscilla and Matt, oh, yeah, Matt is kind screams. of really funny. Uh, but yeah, so John and Priscilla are going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. And Matt's pissed off. Yeah, that's the rest of his the episode is well. He leaves the the apartment again, mm-hmm. and c- is complaining to Annie and the Rev, and they're like, "That's wonderful. We're gonna call John and congratulate him." Um, but yeah, that's. But Batch just lost the love of his life, so he's yeah. not really happy about it. Right, right. Um, but that's like about it for this episode, right? Yeah, yeah there's nothing really. There was a lot of like redundant conversations, which just made it tedious and boring. Um, so, what would you rate this? Two. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that's about. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a two as well. It goes from such a high to such a low. Yeah. Well, they can't all be winners. I guess. Although we did have good reaction shots in this one. Yeah, we had Matt. Well, it was like the the bookends, like right in yeah, the beginning. They, we had right. Annie, and then we had Matt at the end. Um, okay, so if you want to see. Um, well, I don't even know. Annie in her lingerie. <laughs> right. Um, Annie with her eyes bugging out. Perhaps a video of uh, the big proposal. Oh, yes. Um, you can check out our Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the handle is at Camden Cast Show. We are Camden Cast on, on Facebook. Facebook. You can listen to us by going to soundcloud.com slash Camden Cast or on the Apple iTunes podcast app. Uh, We're here every Wednesday and Saturday. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. This is Camden Cast.